What's up, everybody, and welcome to Woody's Corner, the softball podcast. I'm Coach Woody, and thank you for being here with me today. I guess we need to sit down and have another conversation about another black person, black man, being gunned down. I'm so thankful that he has survived. I am thankful that he will have the opportunity to try and heal his kids of what they saw. And for those of you who do not know what I am talking about, um, yes, another black man shot in the back with his kids in the car witnessing what happened. That breaks my heart when I just sit and think about the damage that it did to the kids mentally. You know, what's what's their psyche? How did they how did they react? How did they respond to what they witnessed? How does it affect them growing up? My hope is is that um their father can help to heal this help to talk them through it, help them to grow up and be strong black men that can make a difference. Um, But yet again, you know, we talked about this the last time it happened and we were doing protest and I had said then that I hope we can make some kind of change, but my fear was is that we will protest, people will say things, some things might change, maybe not, but then it's going to go back to the same-o, same-o. And here we are again, the same-o, same-o. When do we truly hold people accountable for their actions? Nobody's above the law. Even if you are enforcing it, you're not above it. Something has to be done. And I just wish that uh, those bad ones really do just affect what the good ones do. Nobody ever talks about what the good cops who are there to help, who make a difference, who lift up their communities do. Because we're so overshadowed by the knuckleheads that use the power that they think they have with the badge to do bad. And that's what is out there. That's what we see. And, and that, oh, because I know all cops are not bad. You know, it's just, it's just so sad that right now protests are going on, boycotting's going on with sports. Um, I have that nasty feeling again. And again, we're talking about it months later. It's just sad. It's just so damn sad. And I wish I could snap my fingers and make it all better 
and make everybody just love each other and uh, do right by each other. That's the part that just starts to get to me. And so just a little bit of my thoughts on the day's events, what's going on, how I feel a little bit, and uh, what I think about the boycott. And if you guys don't know about the boycotting, the NBA has, the players have boycotted playing any games today and tomorrow. Baseball has boycotted games. Um, a tennis player has boycotted her semifinal match. Soccer is boycotting. All of these athletes who we look to entertain us, right? They're good enough to entertain you all, but yet you don't respect them, right? And that's where some of them are sitting back saying, hey, listen, we're not here to entertain you when you don't respect us, when you don't respect our lives, when you just constantly will say, oh, yeah, I know that person, but yet in the street, treat us like a dog or something. You know, it's just it's just not right. And so the athletes are finally taking a stand because you know what? They're good enough for you to, to cheer for or root on, but not enough to respect them. And so they finally put their foot down and said, no more. And I know almost nobody will agree with me on this. And one, two, because I really do want the Lakers to win the championship. I wish that they say, you know what? This is, mm -mm. We're going home. Not even concluding the season anymore. We're done. Right? Whatever money they lose, whatnot, take a stand. Take a stand. Because that would be so huge that it would be, no, it would be, it is a national story. And maybe they can get into the DA's office. Maybe they could talk to the police chiefs. Maybe... They could talk to their local politicians. Maybe a judge will listen to have better sentencing and just any kind of change that they can make. And those that view that say, well, you know, you shouldn't use athletics and politics or anything else. Whatever. You have a platform. You want to voice your opinion. You want to try to make change. You use what you have. That's why I'm voicing my opinion on my podcast. But, uh, yes, that that would make, I believe, a big statement for them not to conclude that season. And you don't have to agree with me. I'm just saying. I think that would be a huge statement for them to do. So, I can go on about this forever, but I'm not going to. I actually want to get in trans transfer into what I want to talk about is relating the boycott with being a team sport and how players come together for a common goal, a common cause, the strength in numbers, the support that you get from your teammates 
when you, as a teammate of that person, talks about what's important to you, talks about an issue you have, having a bad day, having a great day, um, dealing with the passing of a friend or a family member, and how your team, your teammates, can be there to lift you up and hold you up. Same thing in a boycott. You start to come together, you're like these guys are doing. They're talking about their issues. I mean, mentally, they're not checked into the game. Mentally, they don't give a crap about playing basketball right now, today, or tennis today, or soccer match today. So you start having those discussions. And your teammate, even if they agree or don't agree, you know what? They're teammates. They support you. They let you know that they believe in you and they have your back. And so this is what they have come together to do is support each other. Not just them. They're supporting their community. They're supporting other communities and saying, we stand with you. We believe in you. We we feel your pain. That kind of a boycott. That is just the ultimate team bonding. And I know a lot of softball players, and when you're on your teams, you guys will do bonding things. You'll do stuff to bring you together closer so you understand each other so that you can relate when something's going on with one another. And so when you think about the ultimate bonding that you can do as a team to say, I'm going to step back. I'm not going to play today. And with these guys, they lose millions. Um, but they all stood together. They were all there for one another. And you don't think that that bond will grow even stronger. It will grow, I believe, past just the athletic field or the court into real life, into stepping out into the world beyond sports. Someone that you can call later on and say, hey, I need your help. And that person will be there for you because you do have that connection. And I think that's a lifelong connection that these athletes are building right now. And it's the same thing with softball. I know the bond that I have with my former teammates It's still lifelong. Those are the things that you did on the court or on the field that brought you together that makes you strong, that makes you one, that you'll fight through the tough times together as a unit, not as an individual, but as one team. And so, yeah, the boycotting, there's a lot of discussion we can have about it. But I want to bring it back to show how tight-knit that group is going to become. Or they may already be there. That's why they can do this together. And then it's not just the team, but it's the whole organization. All of them all of them coming together as one, saying no more. It's you also with your team and then your whole organization having one common goal. One focus, coming together as one to be the best group, organization that you guys can be because you're all on the same page. And so it starts off individual, team, organization. Now that group is just nice and strong. 
And so you can make changes, little baby steps. You can start to make those changes. One person can affect another person and it just grows. It's like this this highway and it just keeps having all these little different roads that you can just take off of it. And so one person can really make a difference. You can really make some change. And if we can do that as a group and then fan out and touch more people, it may take more time, but at least you feel like you're doing something. At least you feel like I have tried to make a change. I had a conversation with another person. It helped change the way they think. It helps them see that even though my skin color is different than yours, we're still the same. We're still the same. And that's where it starts. We may be, have different appearances, but underneath that appearance, we're all the same. We're all human. And we should be treated with dignity and respect. And those that you love, love. You know? That's that's my intake. My intake. That's my input. My intake. What am I doing? Intaking gasoline? <laughs> oh, sometimes I just crack myself up. Um, but that's what I want to just throw out there. Those are just my thoughts that have just been swirling around in my head. Um, it's hard to put it together and just let it flow. But it's just another, another tragedy in our country and I know we can do better and when we come together we are going to do better so go out tell the people around you how much you care and love them hug those that are in your household I know coronavirus makes it hard to hug people but let people know that you care let them know that you love them that you support each other and that you're just there. If you want to Zoom, if you want to talk, you need someone to lean on. Your mental health is important. And I think people just need to reach out and be there for each other. Especially nowadays. Just, you know, I don't, I don't want things to escalate anymore. I just want to give everybody out there a big hug. I do. Alright, you guys. That is what I want to say, that's what I want to talk about. I thank you again for listening to me. I, I appreciate you supporting my podcast. And I thank you for being here today. All right. I'm Coach Woody. And I'm out.